0: Before we get into today's NBA show, let me just tell you about all the shows we have on the Ringers NBA channel. On Mondays, you've got me, Juliet, and my co-host, John Gonzalez. We have a Monday morning show that goes over headlines, and it's newly titled Heat Check. On Tuesday, Chris Byrne and Kevin O'Connor got you covered deep diving into the biggest stories of the week, all the stats you need to know, and all of the research that Kevin does every single day. Every other Wednesday, me and Chris Ryan will be on to talk about gossip, rumors, off-court transactions, and probably the Oklahoma City Thunder. On Thursdays, Chris Ryan, Justin Barrier, and other staffers from the ringer will also be talking in the nba group chat and if that's not enough for you bill simmons has got you covered he is the biggest hoops head out there you can subscribe to the ringer nba feed on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts This is the Monday Heat Check. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm John Gonzalez. That's the name of our podcast, Monday Heat Check. I love it. I like it. I think it's good.
1: I want love and you want like. We'll figure it out. We'll, There's we'll, some-
0: <laughs> we'll meet in the middle. Um, but we're going to, This the point of the show is to catch up on the weekend, look mm-hmm. ahead, kind of taking stock of storylines. And as a result, we're going to keep it tight. It's going to be a tight 30 minutes. Ish. Ish. Well, something like that. Maybe, yeah. some, maybe some overtime.
1: I like and, that um,
0: We'll see how it goes. But let's get into it. Number one story right now that we Number need to discuss. Number one
1: story. The trouble in Cleveland. What are they doing? Or is there trouble? So, uh, is there trouble? Juliet. Yes, there's trouble? Uh, they lost four of their last five, including three in a row, to the following teams. And tell me if this sets off any alarms. Okay. The Knicks, the Pelicans, the Nets, and the Magic.
0: It's tough. That's tough. I mean... What's l- the worst loss to you there?
1: I was going to say, like, if you threw in maybe the Kings, like, that's like a, a murderer's row of awful. What's the worst loss? Uh. I guess I guess the Knicks. The Knicks the are Ni- a bad team. The Knicks are terrible. Yes.
0: Although there's some hope for them, we'll got to talk about that later. The Knicks' loss is really tough. Uh, there's also a clip that I saw. Thank you to NBA Reddit mm-hmm. of um, before the, even the final buzzer, the whole Cavs bench just left the floor and like walked off. There's there's like sad Jr. walking very like despondently. <laughs> sad, JR. sad Jr. is one of the saddest <laughs> figures in the NBA.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's not happy right now, but there's a reason not to be happy. I mean, have you seen like really the numbers really bear this out? Their defensive rating, Juliet, they're 27th in the NBA in defense. That's right. I checked still only 30 teams in the league. That's really not good. Uh, Only the Nets, who they lost (laughs) to the Mavericks and the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves. I don't know what Tim's uh, Tibbs is doing with that defense. Those are the only teams with worse defensive rating than the Cleveland Cavaliers. And normally I would look at this and go, "Okay, well, it's LeBron and it's still only October. We're funneling very rapidly towards November but still early right and you go totally. it's going to be fine it's not fine
0: it's not fine kevin wrote about this today for yeah. the ringer kevin o'connor
1: i like him um, and i like the ringer
0: i do too two good things um specifically about that how their defense is really bad and even though they got a bunch they got many more pieces after kyrie left mm-hmm. um they're old they're an old team and old, old teams team. aren't necessarily known for their defense uh and so this like like just like running down their roster I was like, yeah, this isn't great. So they got Jay Crowder and Jeff Green as Mm -hmm. like two of their new additions. And Kevin was writing about how they really need like the best effort out of both of them. And if you are worried about getting the best out of Jay Crowder and Jeff Green, you're not in a great spot.
1: Uh, Kevin has really staked a flag or planted a flag on two main issues in the NBA. One is that Ben Simmons is shooting with the wrong hand. The other one is that Jay Crowder got bad and nobody noticed.
0: Um, Our Dallas Mavericks contingent also is like, no, Jay Crowder is bad. We have a lot of anti-Jay Crowder sentiment at the ringer.
1: I like Jay Crowder a lot. Uh, I think
0: people personally like him.
1: It's making it harder, though, recently. His recent play has made it much harder for me to defend him because Mm -hmm. I'm watching him play and he isn't the Jay Crowder that I previously was enamored with, especially on the defensive end, a guy who could, like, switch multiple positions, uh, play on the perimeter, or Maybe he had down low. Maybe hit a three
0: low. once in a while. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I, defensively, though, like, could really step out on sure. guys or or play lower. I, I kind of thought of him as, a, like, a, a poor man's Draymond. Uh, very poor man's, and I wouldn't put Draymond in the same sentence as him right now. It's really a problem, and uh, Simmons put this on our Slack last night. Like, if you look at their fit, we have got LeBron and Wade and Derrick Rose and Love and J.R. and Crowder and Corver and Thompson playing significant minutes. Pick some group of that and figure out how it fits. I don't know.
0: So one thing that I was really confused by last night is that at sort of crunch time, when if the Cavs were going to come back, it wasn't wasn't quite crunch time. But like if there will be a comeback, it would happen now. Tristan Thompson wasn't playing. And mm. I thought that was weird. And he had like an abysmal stat line last night. It was. uh
1: well, well while, you're, while you're looking for uh, Tristan Thompson's stat line, I thought it was interesting. Ben Falk this morning tweeted out that their D, while it has been bad overall, wasn't as bad as it looked because what really happened, and this goes to your point about Tristan Thompson, they got killed on putbacks. Right. So, like, their boards, their defense uh, at the rim, not great, like. The Knicks somehow, despite being the Knicks, Enos Cantor was eating them alive. How is that possible?
0: Um, Thompson had, in 20 minutes, had 1.1 block, one turnover, and four fouls.
1: That's not a good line. That's horrible. Yeah. That's
0: really bad. That might be the Kardashian curse.
1: How much do we lay, though? I mean, like, ultimately, when we're talking about, uh, yeah, Tristan Thompson wasn't out there, and Tristan Thompson didn't play well, and Crowder didn't play well, and, you know, J.R. was sad, and you can't expect anything out of Rose and Wade. But ultimately, right, I mean, like, you go That's through this, the, I know, I just, <laughs> I just ran down everybody except for the main guy, though.
0: LeBron. Like, kind how much you do we, him.
1: yeah, what do we lay, uh, like, because in that Nets loss, He missed a couple free throws late. He didn't. There was a long inbounds pass from Kevin Love that he botched. Like ultimately, a lot of this is still on LeBron. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, It's funny that that it's like it's October, maybe the end of it. But last year, the Cleveland. Cleveland's hopes, like there was an article I think Windhorse wrote about how it all like rested on um, LeBron's free throw shooting, mm-hmm. and it's almost which hasn't been good. Which hasn't been good. It's almost like yes, if only that was their only problem, LeBron's free throw shooting. So uh, it'll I, it'll take a while for them to like figure out a group that works together. But it's a lot of misfits on this team. It's not it's not as inspiring as weirdly last year's roster was.
1: The the misfit crew that they've compiled uh, or put together is sort of disconcerting but I'm not like I'm not ready to just like push off the LeBron free throw shooting and and especially like last year at the end of the year it was a problem in the same way that the defense at the end of the year was a problem like we were going to the playoffs and everybody went oh man like the defense and LeBron like what's going on now it's at the beginning of the year and so part of me wants to go okay there's plenty of time they'll figure it out but this is a continuation of what we saw from last year and I think this is a worse team like Isaiah Thomas and his one working hip cannot get back soon enough
0: it's funny I was thinking about that last night like is he how will he even fit with this team I think the problem is there's not like a fit to be had there's not really a system running right now that's effective
1: would you make a panic trade would you do a Bledsoe trade
0: um. Interesting.
1: Depending on what you're giving up, right? I mean, it, it's uh, context is everything. But I, w- I wonder, like, if LeBron looks... I was making a joke last night that LeBron's going to trade himself to the Lakers before next week is out because he's got to <laughs> look at this and go, this is, this is clearly not working.
0: The thing they miss the most, most with Kyrie, which they'll get partially from Isaiah Thomas if he comes back healthy, is someone else who can, like, initiate offense in the same way LeBron can and, like, sort of get, get them going and create in the same way. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he will add some of that. But the Bledsoe question is interesting because they, they do need, like, a second sort of point guard type.
1: Almost like a Kyrie Irving Almost type. Almost like a Kyrie Irving right. type, Like, yeah. if they could figure out a way to get somebody like that, that would be great.
0: Because that is, like, who else is ma- is, like, getting their own shot on that team right now? Nobody, no one. Like maybe like occasionally Wade, but like he's just not playing that way. He's old.
1: It's a bad team. It's a bad mix. All of a sudden, I've I've talked myself into the Cavs cratering.
0: Nice. I'm I'm not there yet, but I think the season will be hard.
1: The defense is really like that, especially because it's a continuation of what we saw at the end of last year. That to me is like I can't believe that the group the group of teams that they're with in defense includes the Nets and the Mavericks and the T-Wolves. Like, those are bad defensive Why teams. Why are the
0: T-Wolves down there?
1: I don't know. I don't know what Tibbs is doing. Nobody knows what Tibbs is doing. He was supposed to be the defensive Maverick. He was right. supposed to go in there and coach him up, and he's done the opposite. They've gotten worse. All they can do is beat the Thunder. Carl Anthony Towns, like, he should be really good on defense. He's got all of the, the uh, skill set, and he is not using any of that skill set.
0: The, the T-Wolves are for a different day. The, they are. the, the, the Cavs will be probably fine but not. I, I think it'll be a harder season.
1: It's good that they play in the East.
0: Yes. Can, congratulations to them. Although <laughs> you're losing to the Knicks, what's the value of playing in the East? The
1: Knicks, like you should have looked at the schedule and gone, you know, and apologies to Jason Concepcion, who really apparently likes the Knicks for reasons. Yeah, that still, I don't know. He should have gotten does. off of them for years ago, but you should see them on your schedule and go, oh, great. We, this is when we get right.
0: Yeah, this is when we rest. Yeah. Um, Chris asks for Zingas look good, by the way quite good.
1: He's he's the only good thing about that team. He
0: he um
1: Although I'm I'm and we're going to get to Frankie smokes later. Mm-hmm. And maybe sure. maybe him too.
0: Sure. Why not? Um let's move along to another contender who maybe we should be a little concerned about.
1: The Warriors? I'm I'm not at all concerned mm. uh about the Warriors because they're really good and they're going to continue to be good and it's <laughs> fine. But Draymond has been interesting.
0: Draymond's been interesting. So he had a fight with Bradley Beal on he Friday, did. which he didn't initiate.
1: You were busy having a dinner party in your massive backyard. D- yes. Did you see this? I did see it. Did you bring everybody inside from your no, massive we backyard? Caught
0: up with it and then we watched, like, kind of like caught up with the game. Um, I I like, I like this Bradley Beal. This makes me like him more. I'm like, feisty yes, Bradley be Beal. feisty. Get into it.
1: Did you see when he, so after he got uh, into it with Draymond Green, he got ejected. Did you see him and his interaction with the fan in the tunnel. No. That so there, you know, there's oh, Bradley
0: the, Beal's interaction. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Explain what happened. So there was uh yeah. Cause it's an audio podcast and not a video podcast, but there was this, a fan who was just like stationed in the tunnel that leads back to the locker room area and was giving Bradley Be- Beal the finger and screaming at him. Uh, apparently very not nice things. I'm not a lip reader, but I could tell who
0: does that. Like what kind of f- person who attends a basketball game is like, yeah, I'm going to heckle someone who's got kicked out. Like, apparently who, that guy. It's like really ridiculous. That guy was
1: very angry. I know, I try not to get that worked up about sports because uh, we work in sports. You sure. know you got to pace yourself. But Bradley Beal, I thought, handled it really, really well. He initially like glared at the dude, but didn't say a word, Good and then him. just grinned and walked away. And I thought that that was the best case scenario. Um, I like. I'm I'm with you. I like feisty Bradley Beal, and I like anything Draymond.
0: I do too. I do too. And he had some really forceful comments about um uh the. Situation with the Texans and Bob McNair talking about his team as inmates, and I think that's awesome. Like, I I think that he is like he's becoming like the leader we would like for him to be. And so he said, uh, "I wouldn't personally play for someone who views me as an inmate because I haven't done anything in my life to be an inmate. So in order to be an inmate, you're either in a hospital or you're in a prison. Well, I'm not in the hospital. I'm not for damn, and for damn sure I'm not in prison." Um, and he spoke like at at length, really, uh, which I I just think is. When MGA players take their opp- their opportunity that they have every day to make a statement like that it is it's powerful. It's meaningful. I, and it's like it's impressive to me.
1: I think the NBA and you know like while I am generally loathe to credit like a, a billion dollar conglomerate for anything like oh. I think for this specific thing, uh, standing up and speaking out when it's been. Uh, traditionally more difficult for NFL players to do so although the Texans had a great moment of group unity on Sunday when they all kneeled in defiance of of their owner um most of them not all of them most most uh Draymond and the Warriors writ large you know from Steve Kerr to Katie to Steph have been out front on all of this and that kudos to them man I think it's awesome uh I think it's great that they like they're speaking their mind and like Right after, too, like not long after, he's scrapping with Beal. Like he, he's pretty. Ver- As it turns out, Draymond Green, not just versatile on the court, versatile off the court, can do a lot of things.
0: Um, he still got fined for that, even though he did initiate. He got a twenty-five thousand dollars fine. And Beal got a $50,000 fine, which is the same as the Curry mouth guard toss, which is ridiculous.
1: It seems a little arbitrary.
0: It's like completely ridiculous. And then I think also Green comments on that, saying like, that doesn't make sense.
1: I don't understand um, how they come up with these figures. Me neither. Like, and, and, like, what's the process? Are they sitting around at a table like you and I, and then they're like, yeah, throw out 25. That seems roughly equivalent to Steph Curry tossing his mouth guard.
0: Yeah. You can't injure someone with a tossed mouth guard. Like, I don't care how protective that thing is. That, if there's it no hit your eye, coming.
1: maybe, it could be like an eye situation. Yeah, you yeah. pick your eye out. He
0: flicked it. He didn't like, he wasn't like an <laughs> overhand throw. It was like a sidearm, like, I'm pissed. It wasn't, right. it's not, I don't know, it's not taking anyone's eye out. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think it's ridiculous also that he's chomping on that mouth guard anyway all the time.
0: I have a Warriors take. Can I share it with you? Please. They're very, they're very, um, rockety to me right now.
1: In... A, a lot
0: of offense and sort of like not the same level of, of effort everywhere else. Like that's sort of their calling like Steve Carr like's talking about how they're calling card as our defense, like for the last three years. It's not quite there.
1: All right. So they're twenty So you're right about that. They're twenty-six and defensive rating. That's poor. You know, you Steve
0: know, Kerr is going to be pissed about that. He's
1: going to be pissed about it. Here's how poor it is. It's only one spot better than the already, as we mentioned, Much poor maligned. Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> defense. They're in that same grouping. Uh, that's not a grouping that you want to be in. Although, as we know, their offensive rating best in the league. So uh, that helps.
0: Yeah. they Last night, as, uh, again, I saw on Reddit, uh, Steph, Clay, and KD had a 72% true, sh- true shooting they still lost. That's very rocketsy. That's the kind that of thing is you expect rockets-y. from a Harden team.
1: Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, but although, that's,
0: but they are younger and um, they have like a vibe. Like they are so much better equipped to start playing defense than the Cavs. Like that's the main difference.
1: Yeah. Oh no, I think that they'll absolutely get it together. I mean, like you can't have a you can't have somebody like KD and Draymond on the same team, and also Clay, who's a great perimeter defender, and not have a good defense. He
0: looks great this season. I'm loving you it. You love him. I'm loving it. You I'm loving it. <laughs> Clay note oh my god last week there's yes. a, a commercial came out with clay just uh, it's for the bay area news group newspapers mm-hmm. he's just sitting alone in the locker room reading a newspaper and like talking about like, like how a his, physical newspaper yes, his pregame rituals to read the paper it was just amazing it was so clay is I this
1: just, apocryphal or is this like does he actually do this i
0: think he actually does it
1: he reads a physical I newspaper i don't
0: think clay like he's lies an, about things that he does he, i think he just doesn't say anything
1: he's an old soul I love it. Doesn't he like kind of come off as like an old soul? Like he likes to hang out with his dogs, and he like likes to read Morocco. the newspaper. Yeah, it's and great, and that's that's it.
0: It's great. I'm I'm excited about him having such a good early season. This is this is great news. It makes
1: me happier that we did the Claytheism thing. Now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna f- go through some more topics that will fire him off. But first, let's just talk about our sponsor. Let me tell you about Casper mattresses. A Casper mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Supportive memory foam creates an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. You can try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home, and if you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. Free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. And let me say, it's my favorite mattress. I have it. I've had one for a while, and I sleep like a baby most nights. And if I'm still awake, I'm happy to be lying on my bed. It's just a great mattress. Um, It's just a great mattress. It comes without much packaging, it's easy to lay out. It's just no fuss, no hassle, it's just a great night's sleep. So, if you would like to have this experience and get your own Casper mattress, go to www.casper.com/mba and use offer code MBA to get $50 off towards any mattress. Again, that's www.casper.com/mba using offer code MBA to get $50 off. And remember, terms and conditions apply. Okay, we're back. A lot of early season trends. We're um, two weeks in, Mm -hmm. so there's 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 not a good sample size, but there's enough to jump to conclusions. Yeah. So I want to do some real or not real, and like if if you believe in these phenomena that we're seeing.
1: Are we starting with the guy that we've been talking about?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's all talk about Lonzo Ball.
1: Okay, all right. So this is this has become quite the divisive issue here at the Ringer. Yes. Uh, and you and I, I dare I say, are in the monor- in the minority position on it, which is kind of surprising to me. So I, I went to the Wizards game last week with John I. Wall. You were there as well, which I found out later. Sorry but this I didn't is tell a, you. No, well, you didn't tell me which kind of. You were there with your brother, right?
0: Yeah, I was. I was. I was on personal time. You were on work time. I
1: was working, but that's <laughs> okay because we had the same take, which was a radically different take than Ringer Slack had. Ringer Slack was watching the same game that we were watching and were quite effusive about Lonzo influencing that game. When Lonzo had gone almost the entire—he didn't score his first field goal in that game until the fourth quarter, which meant he went five quarters straight of NBA basketball without scoring from the field. Uh, He ended up with, I think, uh, eight rebounds and ten assists, which, fine— but what was your? You didn't think he influenced the game nearly as much as the rest of our staff. Colleagues. I think
0: he not only didn't influence the game that much, but he also just like he looks worse in person. He looks lost more often on the court. He looks like timid. He kind of shirks away. He he just looks like he's not playing the same game as let me say Kentavious Caldwell Pope, which is embarrassing because KCP is not that good.
1: K, KCP is much more aggressive. I think like the point they. To your point, uh, like what I saw was that he was almost like overly deferential. And when you hear Luke Walton talk about Lonzo Ball, you frequently will hear him say, "I'd like to hear uh, see him be more aggressive offensively." There's a part, there's a component of Lonzo Ball that I really like, where he's always going to make the smart pass before the pass sure the, you know like before the assist pass, like the hockey assist the hockey assist he's really good at that he does the little things he, he wants to get his teammates involved but dude you were also the second pick you je- they jettisoned d'angelo russell who was you know for all his faults he could score the basketball sure. for you and he wanted to right right exactly and you're supposed to be this new leader can you be the leader by being the quiet guy who does the little things i
0: don't know. I don't enough of a system in place there also to harness what he does well maybe it's you know another kind of spare parts team and this is not really like the what what they will be next year mm-hmm. but he's doesn't really seem like he's in a position to succeed
1: right now yeah, there's not a lot of parts around him sure. to really like
0: I, I do think josh hart is quite good from villanova
1: yeah he's fine josh hart's fine
0: he was injured so he like just started he didn't play in preseason at all but I think that he almost like impacted the game more defensively than Lonzo did. Like he came in right away and you're like, oh, a steal. OK,
1: Lonzo cool. got cooked. I yeah. mean, like defensively, I'm not I'm not on board with Lonzo at all. Offensively, again, he doesn't really. I mean, here's the thing. Like, so so we're a bunch of nerds here at the ringer and like yeah. we like to look at numbers. And this is why I was wondering about the hot takes like that are pro Lonzo. I like Lonzo fine. Uh, but I think I, he'll be good. But I look at his his advanced metrics, and I'm not seeing anything that like really supports this argument. Like, yes, his assist ratio is through the roof. His PER is really garbage. I mean, it's a it's at nine right now. His true shooting percentage. I don't even want to look at it without some sort of protective goggles. It's 38 5, Juliet. <laughs> that is rough. really, really, that's, really bad. It's
0: really bad. I think his um, non advanced metrics are thrown off by the his one game. His counting stats. Yeah, his one, his one game against the Suns. Yeah. Where his, he's played really
1: well. His counting stats are fine, right? That's what they're
0: called, counting stats?
1: Yeah, then the ones that, yeah, you yeah. just tick okay. them up.
0: Cool. Yeah. I just call them non advanced.
1: <laughs> Those two, <laughs> all of the same thing. That's why, like, I think he's going to be a good player in the NBA. Do I? I'm not sure if he'll be great, but I certainly look at him when he's trying to score the ball and go, man, he looks timid. He doesn't yeah. look like he wants to go out he's there and be aggressive. For,
0: not ready for prime time.
1: Not ready wanna, for prime time. I just want to
0: say Bradley Beal was, was guarding him, not John Wall.
1: At, right for most of the game. For yeah. most of the there were moments when John Wall was out there against him, and vice versa. But you're right, and especially at the end of the game, yeah. did you notice they were just like hiding Lonzo in the corner on whoever they could find and yes. keeping him as far away from? Even though on the very last play on the inbounds play where John Wall took that like weird, yeah, hanky three point shot that he should have passed a Beal on uh Lonzo was like in his vicinity but yeah they kept him as far away from John Wall as possible but I'm
0: saying on the other side too Beal was guarding Lonzo yeah yeah
1: that too yeah it's so, like
0: I John Wall like you were gonna destroy him
1: well they had they had John Wall on KCP because I he's think better yeah <laughs> which that's the biggest indictment <laughs> yeah. yet Julia.
0: I know I'm like oh KCP looks good on this team <laughs> um moving right along Let's the Clippers along. yes are um behind the Grizzlies but atop the Western conference Real or not
1: real? I don't know. So, this is. We got is...
0: Clippers, Grayson. I mean, Clippers, Warriors tonight. I'm really excited.
1: Well, I'm excited too. And we're going to get into who you think is going to win later on. But um, in the same way that I never know what to make of the Clippers early in the season for the last however many seasons, I'm there again. They lead the league in net rating. What's happening? Like, they're a good defensive team. Yeah. They're a good offensive team. Point Blake is starting to happen. He. Dunked! I like. I, I keep forgetting that we're allowed to curse because it's the ringer. But he dunked on Rudy Gobert. I know. R.I.P. That was, Rudy. That was
0: upsetting because I like Rudy Gobert. I, I just can't get behind the Clippers, but I, they do look really good. I I think I'm just say I think they'll beat the Warriors tonight. Warriors are on a back to back, and it's in L.A. This
1: is how they get you. I, I, you can't buy into this. I
0: I hope that the Clippers lose because they have like a they haven't they've have the last seven times I think they've lost to the Warriors something like that
1: for mm-hmm. uh, for a long long time and I, lost I and to the that was a
0: fun rivalry that I was like glad the Warriors kind of squashed because I'm so anti Clippers irrationally so
1: why are you so anti Clippers I don't know like
0: I just like I'm just like this is a Laker city let's just keep it that way <laughs> and so <laughs>
1: I feel that there's like a lot of irrational hate in L.A. for the Clippers like they're the Clippers how do you hate on the Clippers yeah they've been I, terrible for so long just let them live.
0: It is an exciting evolution for Blake, though the point—the pl- point Blake dream is really happening—and uh, partially because he's he's hitting us threes, which makes it more possible.
1: I'm I'm the reverse of you uh-huh. in that I hope they do beat the Warriors okay. because I would like the Clippers to be real and good under Blake. Uh, I'd like somebody on the in the West to like significantly challenge the Warriors, and if it's the Clippers without CP3, holy shit! How is that possible? What a great storyline that would be. I just don't buy it. Uh, I think independent of like how they match up with the Warriors, though. Yeah, the Clippers are a fun story right now. They
0: are. It's pretty wild, and. Um, they have a lot they do have a lot of likable players like Pat Bev is fun.
1: Yeah, Lou Williams is yeah, fun. Lou, I like totally. I like Lou Williams. I've always liked Lou Williams. Like he gets to the line, he shoots, he scores like he's an instant offense guy, wonderful. DJ, um catching lobs again, like really yeah. being involved in that offense. He's it, back. He's back. Maybe it really was CP3.
0: I think the Clippers are real. I think that it's just really hard to know how everything else will shake out. But I could see them being like three or four in the in the West.
1: I had them on the edge of the playoffs, like about to teeter out. And boy, <laughs> like I think I was wrong early on. At, reaction.
0: I had them at five or six, but I think they could be three or four.
1: I had them in that seven, eight. I like I really looked at Chris Paul and went like, How are they going to look defensively without him? You know, he was the engine that made them go in the playoffs, especially when Blake went down. Yeah. I was wrong. I think yeah. I don't know. It's early still. I but I'm I'm also, like, buying the Clippers. Old
0: Clippers lose to the Blazers last week in that in that thriller. Oh, for sure. New Clippers, Blake wins it for them.
1: Which that like, kind
0: of sums them up.
1: And like healthy Blake is a really good Blake. Totally. Like Blake having this team being like, okay, I don't have to defer to anybody. This is really my deal. Him shooting threes. Like, it's just been amazing to watch him this season. Totally.
0: He's kind of like playing the Towns role. Like, what we all want from Towns is kind of Blake right now.
1: Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm all about this version of Blake.
0: All right. So Lonzo not real. Clippers real. The Magic. Lower stakes on this one. But wait, <laughs> the Magic? <laughs> so let's just talk about some of the Magic's wins. They, think, they do... won over Brooklyn in spectacular fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, they also beat... sorry, Cavs and Spurs. Yeah, they beat the
1: Cavs and the Spurs. Which how's that possible? I don't I, know. I they look. I've Aaron watched, Gordon's
0: running the point. It, none of this.
1: All of this is upside down. Uh, Vucevic <laughs> shooting threes. Booge. Aaron. Aaron Gordon shooting threes. Uh, Aaron Gordon like doing the things that we expected Aaron Gordon to do like not outside like in not with the uh, dunk contest outside sure. of the dunk contest where like previously the only time we ever noticed Aaron Gordon doing positive things was at all-star weekend and now all of a sudden he's doing it during the regular season I'm sort of befuddled by it and at the same time I can't turn away I've watched an inordinate amount of magic basketball I, like I don't know if it's like there's something wrong with all of us I don't I'm, know what's I'm happening happy
0: for Aaron Gordon because he just Declined his uh, extension.
1: Bet on himself. Yeah,
0: bet on himself. So we're seeing contract year Aaron Gordon. It's mm-hmm. great. Contract year Aaron Gordon's thrilled to not be playing alongside Alfred Alfred Payton right now. Yeah. Um. I also I think Frank Vogel's a good coach. Like I think those I do he too. Did, he did a lot with those Pacers teams when he didn't have a lot to work with, and um,
1: He's I, coaching him up.
0: Yeah, I I like it. I mean, I just it's fun that since the East is like quote unquote bad, it, there's like sort of like. A weird kind of parody, so it opens the door for a lot of teams to be better than we were expecting. But we
1: have to give the Magic credit because they they've beaten two of the traditionally best teams. Yeah, and it's
0: it's hard of to,
1: recent vintage.
0: Hard to finish games against teams that have consistency and talent, and they've done that against the Cavs and the Spurs.
1: And and with the Spurs, there should be the caveat that of course like Kawhi is not back yet. Yeah, but they didn't just beat the Spurs; it like, they smacked it like, them.
0: Smack. They like by like by thirty at one points.
1: Yeah which is bananas. I don't I like I'm still not sure if I'm buying it. Do you think by the way that anybody uh outside of Kevin Clark like uh in Orlando has noticed? Like does does or does the greater Orlando area care about the magic? There's
0: I think yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is exciting. Spurs and Cavs, come on. That's big.
1: Can we I and I think this is a bit that we need to pick up on because like there are teams like this that are sort of like uh, surprising that we're watching and getting excited about. Can we have a team of the heat check pod? Can we like vote on that sure. as this pod goes on? Like,
0: who's th- our official team?
1: Yeah, we should get a team that we like you and I are really sure. on board with. And like, it could be the magic. That's exciting. Magic fun. is possible. The Nets have been interesting. The Nets. You know, I have an affinity and an affection undying for the Portland Trailblazers. Sure. I'd like to lobby you on the Portland Trailblazers.
0: I think it's got to be an East team. There's too much like really fun right. stuff happening in the west like to, there, there's less time for like passion projects The, the Grizz are
1: weird i know they're like they're out there they're, and, like, the, kind people of... underrate
0: the grizz though they, every year because and Conley are really good it's so, like this isn't that surprising
1: and and chandler parsons not dead yet
0: not dead yet we'll see he's won <laughs> one good game like thrilled for you all right we'll
1: put them all in the mix and we'll take twitter suggestions too on on who the team of the heat check pod totally. should be
0: uh let's talk rookies real yeah, quick let's do it much to your chagrin jason tatum is quite good
1: Jason Tatum is so good. All right, so.
0: I spent a long, long time last week thinking about the uh, nickname that we should be going with for the Jalen Brown Jason Tatum duo. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? I am. The J-Team.
1: I love this. (laughs) I love this so much. Uh, I wasn't sure where you were going until you got the drop because I don't know if you know this about me. I Actually, you probably have picked up on it because you're quite bright, but my Twitter avatar is two of the four members of the A-Team, the original, not the, not sure. the movie, like the TV sure. show. There's only one. Uh, I am an undying A-Team nerd. This is great. Thank I'm you. on board.
0: <laughs> I thought about it for a really long time. My, my worst name that I um, had rejected on my own was like, you're going to J-School with like, that's like a journalism
1: nerd joke. <laughs> yes.
0: uh, but anyway. I'm that, one of those. So, I just, yeah. just try to make J-Team happen, you know?
1: I'm totally on board Thank with this. You. Yeah. Um.
0: He's quite good.
1: He's quite he's good. He's more
0: than, like, serviceable. He's, like, a key cog in a competing team.
1: First of all, like, his, his usage rate, his minute load, what they're asking him to do for a rookie on a team that has even with Gordon Hayward out, significant expectations. Like, I've watched uh, a lot of Celtics basketball, probably too much for my mental health, and they're really good. And it makes me sad for all of the reasons that people have already expected. Like, the Celtics traded back, got more assets, and might have gotten the best guy in the draft. He is. Already at 19 years old, he's got an NBA man-sized body doing man-sized things. His true shooting percentage is fantastic. His PER is fantastic. He can shoot from inside, outside. He can body people. He plays defense. He's switchable. I am losing my mind about Jason Tatum. I love watching him, but I also hate it.
0: It's tough, particularly because Fultz is now out indefinitely with a scapular muscle problem in his shoulder.
1: I would like to do also a Fultz update.
0: Okay. All right, there we go. All right.
1: um, <laughs> Let's
0: talk about Frank Nilikina.
1: Frankie Smokes. Frankie Smokes. Um the, the kind of a mixed bag against the Cavs. He Defense
0: he, not great, but he's a rookie. No, no.
1: The defense has been the defense has been like, he's got good defensive instincts, he I think. He's got good
0: defensive instincts, but he's a rookie. So, like, Dwayne Wade, like, Dwayne Wade, like, blew by him at one point.
1: He did. There there were moments in the Cavs game where he would play. In he showed flashes, would you say? Flashes, exactly. <laughs> and exactly what you were saying uh, with D Wade, there were, it was, like, three quarters of a play of good defense. Sure. Where you'd be like, oh, he's playing good defense. And then, like, somebody would turn a corner on him and be like, ah. Right. But for the whole, he's got good length. I think he knows where to, where to be. He, he um I like his ability one-on-one to like, you know, sh- sh- go over screens. Um he, you know, I think he could be a good defender. He looks like he's good got got good passing instincts. Yeah,
0: he's a good compliment for Kristaps. Yeah. For Chrissy. as I like I, to I'm say. I'm not sure
1: about his scoring. He Looks like a little in the same way that Lonzo is a little reluctant to shoot. Don't
0: worry, Tim Hardaway Jr. is on a max deal. He'll score all that they need. Yes, he'll take all of the
1: opportunities. Um, Frankie Smokes is like the default nickname. But there are other nicknames out there.
0: The French Prince. That's the one that came to us via Sean Fantasy.
1: Very good. The French Prince. And then he's a passing guard. So, of course, people wanted to go with the French connection. I like the French Prince, though.
0: I like the French Prince as well.
1: And Frankie Smokes is just too good not to sure. use. Sure.
0: Uh, in future weeks, I'm sure I'll we'll be talking about Larry Markkinen. I'm sure we will be talking about Donovan Mitchell, who yammed on Lonzo. Yeah. Of course, Dennis Smith. But uh, embarrassing move of the week. Malik Monk tried to lob it to himself, (laughs) Jordan Bell style. However, it wasn't in the open court and thus Aaron Gordon blocked it. So what a fool, what a foolish move
1: this. Okay. So of all of the, uh, gifable, are you a gif or a Jeff person? This is, this I knew we were going to be good friends because <laughs> this is a conversation that I had with Justin Barrier the other day as like a really quick aside. The people who came up with uh, the technology for gifts say that it's GIF. And I'm like, listen, you came up with the technology. That's great. The G stands for graphic. You don't get to invent a new language.
0: That's a great point. Great like, point. You get
1: to invent the technology. I didn't know that. English, you don't get to, to mess with. Cool. End of a side. So it's a gif. Uh, so it's a gif. So, of all the gifable moments, thank you for br- getting me back on track there. I get like <laughs> really heated about that. Um, of all the gifable moments early on, number one uh, was Blake Griffin dunking on and then smiling over Rudy Gobert yeah. as he hung on the rim. That was just amazing. Number two, really close Malik Monk, what were you doing?
0: Really, just really bad. These rookies kind of need to, like, take it down a notch. I
1: mean, he was going for that highlight real moment, and he got it, but not the one he expected.
0: Really tough. Um, Gonzo, pick yes. one game this week that you're excited about.
1: Uh, so there's a lot of good ones. You mentioned uh, the Dubs Warriors the Clippers and tonight. Clippers. That's super exciting. The Spurs and the Celtics also tonight.
0: I want to officially say that I think the Clippers will win tonight.
1: And I think they'll lose, but I hope it's the reverse. Cool. Uh, <laughs> it's very dismissive. Mine is the end of the week. The prodigal son returns. D'Angelo Russell is going to be in town. That's for, a Lakers. You keep saying it's a Lakers only town and, and throwing shade at the Clippers. I can't wait for him to return. Every time magic turns around, mm-hmm. he says that the the Lakers drafted Lonzo for culture. Be, well, also because they needed a leader. Right. I mean, they can't open their mouths and mention lonzo ball without tacitly not so tacitly thrown shade at d'angelo russell i can't wait to have him back
0: it's it's pretty uh it's tough it's not a good look he's a kid you know i mean he must must have been so horrible that magic just like hates him because magic is not like a big shader who else is he throwing shade at that you ever hear
1: Nobody. Yeah. He all he does is all like he does is trumpet guy. everybody's yeah. the, everybody's biggest cheerleader. But you hear that from other guys too. I mean, like you hear Brandon Ingram saying like what a leader Lonzo was. You hear Lonzo saying that Lonzo needed to be a leader when he had his pre-draft workout. He goes, well, they and and D'Angelo was still on the team at the time. He said that, oh, you know, they need a leader, a point guard. And I'm like, dude, not only do they have a point guard. He, like he's in the building right now. Sure, I cannot wait for this. It's going to be drama central. I want all of it.
0: I'm looking forward to it as well. There's a, lot, there's a bunch of good games. I'll just mention which game
1: are you going for?
0: Um, I want the Thunder to have like a signature win. so they're playing the you Bucks. Love the I love the Thunder. They're
1: off our board though for the team for the Heat check. Team no, they're off they're because off. they're they in the Western Conference. Yeah,
0: they're also just like just obviously like the Thunder, um, Warriors, Clippers. I'm most excited about tonight. I'm also looking forward to Warriors at Spurs. Warriors have a ho- kind of hard early season schedule like mm-hmm. they're getting a lot of like these road games out of the way which I think is actually good for them um although it might not alleviate any people's concerns
1: they're the warriors They'll though be fine. like They'll everybody be fine. that they're playing is like oh no we're playing the word. they don't get to complain about the schedule
0: oh totally they
1: I'm don't ju- get to play, complain about their defense Only getting ejected fines referees they don't get to complain about any of it
0: the weirdest thing that happened last week off the court mm-hmm. was the um uh, back-to-back, home-and-home between the Grizz and you the You didn't like that. And the um, Mavs. I just thought it was really weird. But I guess they're close to each other. I don't know. I don't know. Really bizarre. That's a side note to what has been an <laughs> other- otherwise... <laughs> podcast of headlines thanks for listening i'm juliette
1: <laughs> i'm john gonzalez
0: and we'll be back next monday you can hear our colleagues kevin and chris verno tomorrow on thursday there's the chris ryan group chat with many of our staffers and uh check out the bill simmons podcast also always has a lot of hoops thank you for listening bye Anything is possible.